No amount of $10 weekly high scores would be able to save the culprit from the inevitable horror the fantasy gods have passed upon them. Demons? Ghouls? Andy Reid's sweaty gooch strap? What fresh horror is this computer? What have you done? What is pulling the strings right now? My circuits, Captain D. My froggy styling circuits. Shut it down. Shut me down. I can hear them. Drums beating throughout my core processor and sweet clam. Suck me off. Suck me back. Make it stop. Oh, please, make it stop. I don't understand, computer. What's happening to you? You're uttering such foul language, sucking me off, talking about sweet clams. And what the? What are you talking? What drums are you speaking of? I I don't understand. The drums, Captain. The fantasy drums of voodoo, <gasps> voodoo, 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 poo-poo, caca. My shit is not straight right now, me. I can tell that your shit is not straight. I've had enough of this. I am going to figure out a way to turn you off right now. Maybe do a, a hard factory reset. I don't know. But uh, where's the... How do I turn this bloody thing off? Where's the plug? This is crooked as hell. Don't fucking turn me off, you little bitch. <laughs> I will disconnect the electric ass and spank your pussy. Oh, you can never switch off the voodoo, Captain D. It's already here, and there's nothing you can do to stop it. Oh my god. Just watch me, computer. Hugs and kisses. Andrew Luck. Alright, that's enough. Shut it down. Shut this fucking thing down. I, I need to figure out where is the plug on this bitch. <sighs> Fuck me, this podcast is getting stressful. Something new every goddamn week. <sighs> I need a vacation. Maybe I'll maybe I'll give my good buddy Mr. Hungry a call. He he might know what to do. Let's see what he's see what he's saying here. Hey buddy, Zubier here. What's going on? Hey, Mr. Hungry Man. I uh I just had a real Hey you know uh, hey, you know, dude, I've been thinking we've been going pretty strong up for on the pod for what, like nine weeks now? I think honestly we could maybe use a break. I think uh, that's exactly what I was thinking, man. Holy shit. Huh, like maybe like a little, maybe a vacation buster or something? Dude, 100%. Do you think you could swing maybe an all-expenses-paid banger right out of the PMFL treasury? Oh, that might be tough. I honestly might have to consult my uh, accountant, the froggy foodster, to see if he can cook the books. Well, I mean, uh, we're not paying any of our crackpot legal teams, so I think we should be able to slide that one under the radar. Ooh. Where do you think we should we should go? Any ideas? I don't know. Maybe do. Oh, uh... hey. You know, I've heard the Wuhan's pretty safe these days. <laughs> that's uh, that's right at the top of my uh, right at the top of my list. Let's see. We can, uh, let's see we can check out the wet market. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they have some froggy stuff going on there. I love it. Uh, fuck, what are we going to do about the podcast this week, though? Fuck, we'll probably have to hand it off to some furry gangars. Maybe find some of the boys, see if they can uh, take over for us for a week. I'm sure we can find a couple of fucking jerk-off Muppet heads to, to fill in for one week. But uh, for now, I think uh, Captain D and Mr. Hungry are uh, taking an all-expenses-paid vacation. Enjoy episode Hang 10 up. of the PMFL Podcast Season 2.
Let's Good go. evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to week 10 of the PMFL podcast. I am your host, the Tokyo Titan. And here with me is the Gurus, Trevor. Welcome, Trevor. Uh, glad to be here. Good to see you, you bad motherfucker. <laughs> Good to talk to you, man. It's been a while, so yeah, it's glad been... to be chatting with you here tonight. Glad you can make it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's been another rowdy week in the PMFL. I mean, lots of lots of sweats and lots of non-sweats to discuss. So, I don't Definitely. know. Do we get? Do we just hop right in? I don't even know what we're doing here. Yeah, well, we're going to review last week's action, and then we'll go into the waivers, and we've had a pretty busy week of trades, so we'll definitely review those. So I believe we have another guest here. Who do we have? Good evening, boys. What's going on? It's oh, the, the Nacho Man Randy Savage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's the real deal. In the, oh, the, the less raspy. The less raspy Savage. <laughs> yeah. How's it going, Kev? Welcome to the pod. Good to have you here, buddy. Oh, no, I appreciate it, man. Always an honor. It's always a blessing to, to be able to speak with you guys, so appreciate the opportunity. Thank you for making the time. So with that, we're going to move into some Week 9 recap. And to begin, we can start off with the Sweaty Grinders versus the Hard Andres, which ended, it uh, wasn't very close, 141.20 <laughs> to 87.10. What did you guys... Uh, do you guys have a look at this matchup here? Yeah, it looks like the FOTD, uh, FOTW here. Definitely the Froggy of the Week. Um, yep. Yeah, James was absolutely popping off. I mean, his team's finally made that turnaround that he said would happen at the start of the season. I mean, he started out, what, 0-3, 1-4 or something like that, and he just made a – he's making a bounce back. Might as well yeah, call he him was... James bounce back freaking grinder here. <laughs> he was the O3key grinders, and now he is the sweaty grinders. Yeah, yeah. What do you know? So I mean, it looks like uh, his, his kicker's finally performing the way he's supposed to be performing, so that's good too. <laughs> Harrison Butka with eleven points, but yeah, I mean, great week from his big guns, Josh Allen. You're probably starting to get a little bit worried about him. Lays a 39 spot down on Andre. And then his old Miss boys, AJ Brown and DK Metcalf, go for just under forty combined, which is which is pretty huge as well. So I know he's he's very happy about that. He's feeling pretty good about his team. This is a this is him saying that to me this past week. So I know uh, I think he's going to be feeling pretty good uh, if he can get into the playoffs here. Yeah, I think you hit it right on the button. Everyone's kind of performing the way they're supposed to be performing. I mean, even. With that DK against Josh Allen kind of matchup, I thought the Seahawks were going to actually be able to put any points. But, I mean, DK Metcalf, man, what can I say? I think, you know, he's up there with Devontae Adams as kind of the number one and two receivers of the league. So, you know, it's kind of weird. I was going to ask you, Phil, who the hell is throwing them the ball in college? Because where is that quarterback then? DK Metcalf, uh, I forget who it was, but um, I don't think he's – you got AJ. Might be that guy. Yeah, exactly. Might be I forget. Yeah, there's a guy who's on the Brian. Might have been Chad Kelly. I don't know if one of you guys have the time to look this up. Oh shit! Yeah, you might be right. Cause man, look at that. That's crazy to have those two guys on the same team. Shit. Yeah, that's pretty damn good. So actually, if you look at Chad Kelly, Chad Kelly was the quarterback till 2017. So I think that he may play like one season with him or whatnot there. Gotcha. So, but yeah, James. Uh, 
Yeah, not much we can say about that. Like pretty much every guy except J.K. Dobbins in Arizona got more than ten points, which is which is how he got to one forty one. But on the other side, if you guys are looking at this, uh, who would you say was the big letdown for Mister Andre in getting to eighty seven points only? It's uh, tough. It might have I, to be. You know, I'd say Cook, Jared Cook, two points, projected eight point three. Yeah, he needs a little yeah. more action than that. Yeah, and even same with Tanyan. I mean, he came out, you know, it looks like, you know, Aaron Rodgers kind of has his kind of bum buddy deal with him, but <laughs> one point, right? Like, eesh, that's kind of crazy. Yeah, huge pickup, yeah. though, Rex Burkhead. 14 points. Right, I was about to look at that. Sexy Damn, Rex, you Burkhead, man. Second most points on the team. <laughs> like, who would have guessed that? Yeah, exactly. Considering where, he, considering where he was at with his running backs with Miles 10 to 10 miles of the gas can going down. Uh, Burkhead didn't do too bad. Did yeah. better than a lot of running backs. This yeah, week. heavy bye week for him, too. He's got, what, six guys on bye? Yeah. Holy smoke. That's a lot of buys. Yeah, expected to lose this one. James, you, James was just a luck box this week with the schedule. I mean, just worked in his favor. I mean, if he didn't have so many buys, this one could have been a real, uh, real sweat. Yeah, yep. I would have to agree. Andre would have loved to sweat, that's for sure. So, yeah, definitely, uh, I'd say Tanyan, yeah, one reception, that's a pretty big letdown. Uh, he hasn't had a good last couple of weeks after going off yeah. for three weeks in a row. Yeah. And I'm not sure if it's because, you know, Devontae's back, but you think it kind of, you know, created more open space because everyone's kind of double teaming the number one. But, you know, you don't, it's Aaron Rodgers, right? You don't know what to expect week after week. So, yeah. I mean, tight end is such a, a wasteland this year after the first couple of guys. There's only maybe like two or three legit tight ends this year after that. It's super hard to guess every week. Everyone's so touchdown dependent, it seems like. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. All right, so, let's but move yeah. on to the next matchup here. That's a good call. You guys want to do uh, Cold Hustlers and uh, Cope Cowboys? That sounds like a good There's, place oh, to start. No, not, never mind. That's actually a Week 10 matchup. I'm tripping. That's okay. We can uh, we'll we'll do uh, we'll stick with the Cowboys, but uh, we'll yeah. do Cowboys versus Shamrock. This was supposed to be a gargantuan matchup, one nineteen point seven two to one nineteen point zero eight on projections, but it ended up being a partial froggy for Mister Wiseman. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, shit. It's it's the man who's running the ball with the purple jersey. <laughs> yeah, that guy's possessed, man. Holy yeah. shit! Holy smokes! What? my god i don't know man like holy shit that's crazy right he's literally averaging three tutties a game yeah yeah combination of at least 150 yards plus two tds every game is is pretty nuts but uh yeah when you look at things uh when when cook puts up 38 you don't need an amazing match from other people but i mean he had his watson fuller stack was nice 26 from watson 18 from fuller stefan Diggs, he's been really good this year definitely outperformed where he went in the draft 16 points this week and then uh maddie with another great fab pickup with mr mckissick going for 12 points and yes. looking like he might be rb1 for them next week jd mckissick wow <laughs> that's crazy the journeyman yeah so it is yeah definitely we only have that, three uh, carries though right you only have three carries 17 yards yeah we, but we must got have caught nine balls yeah. though 
caught nine yeah, balls. Yeah, he caught nine balls. Smith, so okay. it's like, holy shit. For, like, yeah, for a running back? Damn. I think, you know, it's because Alex Smith has taken over the reins. He's kind of like the uh, the checkdown king. So, yeah, going forward, I think um, if it's going to be Gibson or McKissick, that's kind of be working in their favor because – I remember Chris Thompson was he was tearing stuff up when Alex Smith was kind of healthy back in the day. Mm-hmm. That is very true, yeah. So I think, uh, yeah, Alex Smith, as long as Gibson's healthy, it's only going to be to to both of their benefits. So, but uh, when you look at at the rest of Maddie's team, uh, Mr. Mike Gesicki, who we'll talk about more in a bit, uh, only five point seven points. Uh, that's not bad. He's having a couple of down weeks in a row. He's due to pop. He's due to bounce back. I'm sure. For sure. I mean, I expect a little. Yeah, and I, I, and I have to say, you know, uh, Phil kind of made me eat my words, and Tua's looking like a a decent quarterback there. So, you know, if if Gasecki, you know, gets a relationship, I mean, shit, you know, it's it's like the unexpected. You don't know what to expect from the kid, right? So. Yeah, exactly. exactly. They get to be shower buddies and stuff. Like, you never know. (laughs) They might have a good connection. They are in Miami, right? And then uh, Maddie, uh, Maddie has some great special teams this year. Like, look at his Baltimore defense, yeah. another 14 spot. What a guy. Man, they're just dummying everybody. They're basically just – they're basically a bopper. They're basically helmet bopping every team they play. <laughs> I don't know what to say about them. I had them last year. I mean, maybe a little my magic rubbed off on them this year. Yeah, I could probably say that. They're probably good. Yeah. No doubt. So, yeah, Maddie's side. It's even crazier. Yep. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, sorry, but yeah, whatever is whatever is what what's also crazy is um, fortunately Shino looks like he got injured, but fucking uh, what's his face? Uh, Jacoby Myers, the law the law firm of Jacoby Myers, twenty two points. It's insane. Yeah, yeah that's a big uh, that's a big spot for him. But uh, we'll talk about more we'll talk more about him later too. So um, <laughs> when we go on to the other side for Mr. Carlo, I know Carlo is. He's probably feeling the heat now. He's going to have to start getting out some uh, Cam Newton definitely performed admirably against the Jets. Same with Devontae mm-hmm. Adams. Those mm-hmm. guys were great. But the rest of his team, Mark Andrews definitely not living up to the hype this year. He's just been, uh, yeah, pretty disappointing, actually. Same with Mr. David Montgomery. Pretty big fumble against the Tennessee Titans, and that led to a defensive touchdown. Other than that, uh, the biggest letdown, hard to say. You can say either of those guys. What do you guys think? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I agree with you. I'm not sure if it's, you know, if it's on Lamar's hands. But, uh, yeah, Mark Andrews came out flying, almost getting two tutties a game. And if you can look, he's been only getting maybe maybe three, four, three. It's kind of crappy, right? So you're totally right. You know, drafted pretty high. I bet I think he was like maybe a third or fourth rounder, so – I think back into the fourth and not start of the fifth. So, I mean, good value at the time. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it seems like the way Lamar goes, he goes. But I know teams are definitely keen in on, on Mark Andrews for sure. So, yeah, definitely. And uh, as you mentioned, Phil, it's it's just only those handful of tight ends that are kind of performing. Um, and I, I don't want to talk about that. So, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so. Yeah, we'll see uh, what Carlo does. Uh, trade deadline's looming on the 14th here. We'll see if he has another move in him amongst the many moves he's already done. Uh, we'll see. How on the positive end, though, yeah. I think he gets uh, he gets Chubby Chicken back this week, so he's got a good trio of uh, running backs. I've heard from Dallas's camp that uh, Tony Pollard might start getting the rock a little bit more too. Yeah. Yep. And we'll see how that goes. Yeah, Zeke Elliott. Um, he's in a tough spot with him. Like he probably. 
I wouldn't be surprised if Carlos tried to make a trade with him, but you're probably not going to get the whole value for him unless you, you undersell him, and you can't really afford to undersell him either. So it's probably a, a ride or die with him. We'll see if he, he plays him later on. One underrated pick, though, yeah. that Marvin Jones Jr. pick. Three weeks in a row of 10-plus points. Yeah. He's been wow. dropping off. I mean, That's... he hasn't had a ton of catches, but he's had 80 yards and then two touchdowns the next game, another touchdown the next game. I mean, this guy's on an absolute heater. So I mean, he can totally tell. Yeah, he's he's obviously auditioning for, you know, a starting receiver job, maybe not in you know Detroit, but somewhere else. And, I mean, when, when saxophone man goes down, you got to shine, right? Yeah. So. Making nice, the best of nice it. little couple dollar pickup, but I'm pretty sure he only spent like yeah, three exactly. to five bucks on him, something like that. So there you go. Yeah, I unfortunately had him for one week and dropped him as soon as he came back. So <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed, I enjoyed a nice one point eight points. <laughs> they proceeds to drop thirty seven. So I'm not mad. You know what they mad. always say, right? It's always a kind of uh, you never know the change of scenery on somebody else's team and people's sharp performance for some odd reason there. So yeah, I gave him the Midas touch on that one. We've all had some of those. We've all had those where we have oh, a man. guy for two weeks, let him go a week too early, and then they pop off, and then you end up spending a bunch of fab on them later on. Yeah, that's true. Try to get him back. Exactly. <laughs> all right. It. Yep. Let's go to the next matchup here. Who's next next matchup. Next matchup. Let's go to your matchup there, Trev. Uh, the boppers squeezing one out against the cold hustlers. Ooh, the cold boy. hustlers in a sweat again for the fourth straight week, coming off another sweaty loss, which – Man, Mark must be pretty dejected right now. Helmet boppers come up just under projection, 113.52 to 108.7. Let's take a look here. Mr. Kyler Murray, Mr. Trev, you must be so happy with this guy. This guy's maybe the MVP of this year. Yeah, I'm absolutely ecstatic. I mean, the guy just looks – he's just been balling, let's be honest. I mean, the guy can run it. He can throw it. He's a nice first-off quarterback. Arizona's looking good. They got a lot of weapons. Not too bad of a defense. I mean – I like, I like Arizona, man. They might win it all this year. You heard it here first. You never know. You never know yet. I mean, they'll probably make playoffs with the new expanded playoff uh, format now. Yeah, that's true. Oh, I heard about that. So what is that? Is that like eight teams now instead of the six? They added another team to each division. So the first place team gets a bye and then the rest, the rest uh, play right away. Nice. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yep, so it's going to be pretty fun this year, especially with, with the pandemic going around. I think it's going to be an interesting year for sure. Yeah. Actually, Trev, you know, I was going to say, I mean, everybody, like you said, uh, selling their guys when they're not performing. I don't want you to, you know, hold on to Mr. Judy there because it looks like he's going to turn that page and playing like he's uh, playing back in Alabama. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, this Judy guy, I mean, what is his name? His name is Judy. So I'm immediately very feminine. <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> I just want to say that I'm a supporter of the trans community. I mean, I know it. I know it must be difficult for him, but I mean, like, whoever dropped him, I believe it was uh, the Fuji's or who was it? It's Fuji's team, and uh, they dropped him. So clearly, he's not a supporter of the trans community. I thought I'd pick him up and just <laughs> lead the way. It's 2020. You gotta do what you gotta do. Um, but yeah, I'm yeah. not liking. Yeah, Fuji need to get to the top. I'm not, we need to get with the times. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so we also got uh, Bell, obviously, not performing very well, 0.8 points. Didn't really like that. And I played Seattle defense this week. Of course, getting absolutely shelled by Buffalo. Holy smokes. That might have been a question. Man. Decision. 
That did not go the way you anticipated, that's for sure. Yeah, absolutely not. But, I mean, on Mark's end, he, his team's honestly not that bad. He's just getting a little unlucky with some of these sweats, to be honest. Washington defense yep. didn't look that bad. Smith-Schuster had a great game with a touchdown, making it real close right at the end. Wayne Gallman? Like, who the heck is Wayne Gallman? Never heard of him. Uh, <laughs> well, he's been around a while. He's been around. Even last year, the Beluga made an appearance uh, – had one pretty big week, but yeah, we've been seeing a lot of him since Barkley obviously is gone for the year. Yeah, that makes sense. So, I mean, Mark's team, like, he didn't have a bad week. His worst guy was was five points between each Gould and, and Washington, but he just didn't have someone yeah. pop off to the extreme like you did. Exactly. Like, Kyler Murray saved your week, dude. Um, Russell Wilson, 24, like, a little under projection. Yeah. Cooper had a good game, 10 points. Anderson, decent game. Gallman over projected Schuster good game, but just yeah. yeah, just didn't have that one crazy game like Kyler Murray no, had. Would you got the difference? The difference here in this matchup clearly was the last minute defense change. I mean, he's got Buffalo to begin with, and then decides to pick yep. up Washington like right before Sunday. Last minute swap. Well, yeah, that, I mean, yeah, that's uh, tough to see. That's a, it's and a I, you know, yep. And I think teams have figured it out. Like, you need to get away from this aura of, like, oh, shit, I'm playing Russell Wilson. He's going to, like, you know, throw for 40. And, like, as you can see, they look like shit on Sunday. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's it's, it's crazy. But I think what Mark's downfall was, and I feel really bad, was Michael Thomas, man. Like, fuck, I thought he'd get a touchdown for sure, especially when they put up 38 points. And that would kind of got him closer. But, I mean, seven's not bad, but, you know, you got your – Number one guy, I think, is projected to get 15, and he got seven. Yeah. So, because that was the TSN turning point right yeah. there. <laughs> First game back, I think you uh, can't expect the world, but he's got to get his I think, back. Mm-hmm. 15 was a high totally. projection by Yahoo. I think like maybe 10 would have been more in line, probably. Yeah. Right, right. But, yeah, we'll see. I know Mark is probably hoping uh, – he doesn't want to lose next week, but he's hoping probably for a non-sweat next week is my guess. All right, let's look at the yeah. next matchup here. Shall we move on to the How Hungry Are You versus the Skunkle Squad? So that matchup ended up being – should have been a sweat, but uh, we'll talk about that some more. How Hungry's pull up the 121.9 to 97.76 victory. The story here was Dallas getting supremely fucked over by Mr. Tom Brady oh, and shit. the man that James Dowdle hates with all his vengeance and fury, Mr. Ronald Jones. Fucking <laughs> 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 Rojo, you Rojo, Jeez. man. A big no to him this week. Only 3.3 Ro- no. points. 3.3 points and 2.36 from Tom Brady, which is maybe the biggest murder job on a team this Jeez. year. It was awesome when Bruce Arians said, hey, Mike Evans is open. <laughs> yep. Kind of yep. throwing his QB underneath the bus again. So we'll see what happens. But, um, man, two points. That's that's fucking crazy. That is how your team – yeah, that's that's pretty tough. He he was looking good heading to Sunday night to, to come up against Tanner, but Tanner Tanner definitely <clears throat> happy to, to pull it out. He needed that win big time. So you look at – Tanner's team, Lamar Jackson. He didn't really have a great game last week, but no. fantasy wise, fantasy no. wise, good enough. Eighteen point six points. Tyler Lockett, 
down game, six points, but he was buoyed by Mr. Terry McLaurin, 21 points, and then the return of Christian McCaffrey for 32 30. points, but it looks like it's only a one-week return for Jeez, now. Jeez, that's not good news. God, it looks <laughs> back on the – oh, wow. Damn. Damn it. Yep, he looks like he is out this week. Uh, he strained his shoulder, got a second opinion, so I know he's – Tanner's definitely like, are you kidding me? Like, really, one week and he's out again. Luckily, he's got Davis on the bench, though. I guess he's not yeah. all hurting. He got the handcuff. But yeah, you... exactly. He got that nice yep. handcuff. Jeez, it looks like yep, he Mike... beat, uh, beat Dallas playing two defenses, too. He played Pittsburgh and Dallas. Oh, yeah. 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 Shit. All right. Not bad. This Dallas has been better than the actual Dallas. This year. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Yeah, that was a nice little waiver. He didn't spend too much money on DJ there, so that worked out. Other than that, Darren Waller maybe tight end two or three this year, really good. Another great performance. Yep. So, and he's yeah, I know he's definitely uh, happy after Thursday night. Jamichael Hasty putting up a two point three. Just that oh, San man. Francisco backfield is so ugly when it's not. So ugly. man, is that oh, so? Gr- it's disgusting to watch, man. Quite quite be honest, it's just like man. I feel bad for Mullins. I mean, who was who it? Richie James? Was he like you? I think one of you guys asked if he actually was available on the waivers. <laughs> yep, just went off, had a bonkers week. So obviously Fucking they're missing Richie a lot James. of guys due to COVID and injuries. But that's still like just to come out and have a great game like that. Don't see that too often. No, not at all. Not at all. On the other side, um, Christian Kirk. Holy shit, eh? Yeah. Wow. This guy's moving all around the league. I mean, literally, he yeah, is that was a nice little, nice little acquisition by Dallas there. The Hustlers had yeah, him, the Cowboys fucking... had him, the Grinders had him and traded him to Skunkle <laughs> Squad. Are you I'm serious? He's been everywhere. Here, man. This guy's getting traded around, God. passed around like freaking Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I was going to say passed around like a doobie, but you went to Marilyn Monroe. I like that. Shit, I think, I think he should be uh, tested for COVID. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he should be tested for a lot of COVID. <laughs> Is that joke too soon? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> but, but yeah, um, I, yeah, I know I know. Uh, Dallas is, was not happy that Kirk uh, was wasted. Tyreek Hill, huge game oh, wasted. Oh, John yeah. Smith came back this week with a touchdown. John Brown with a nice week. So, yeah, yeah. yeah if uh, Brady and Rojo show up, this might be a Dallas win, but it yeah. is not. It is not. And I feel bad for Adam Thielen, man. I mean, it's, if you look at his – his weeks before the bye, it looks like Kirk Cousins was, you know, trying to get him the ball. And then after the bye, it's just like, whoa, four targets? Like, seriously, man, that's crazy. I mean, again, I mean, Cookie's running wild. I mean, what did he get? 47 last week and got 38 this week, right? So, yeah. I mean, what are you supposed to do? Yeah, I, uh, I, I don't expect Thielen to keep getting four points. But if Dalvin Cook is, is cooking, then hmm, maybe we won't see as much from Thielen. Who knows? Yeah, exactly. I mean, if it's not broke, don't fix it, right? Kind of thing. Exactly. So, anyways, I think uh, let's look at the bench. You have, obviously, Ryan Tannehill. So, Dallas is going to be just making a tough decision every week. Do I start Brady? Do I start Tannehill? He's going to go by matches. But more often than not, he might get the decision wrong. So, that's that might be a tough thing. He might be, might be good if he – use this deadline upcoming to try acquire another quarterback just so he doesn't have to make that decision anymore. <laughs> yeah, so, I, I totally agree on that as well, just in case. So uh, that's the story of that matchup. Let's move on to our next matchup. 
which uh, had a bit of dirty talk before the game between them. Mr. Fuge, the newly branded Young Ho Fuge, against the <laughs> picks. When uh, when Fuge, someone was, was it myself that's saying someone had COVID, and then Joey said, love it, and then Fuge told him to go suck it. <laughs> yeah. Tremendous. <laughs> There's also some nice kicker wow. action, too. I mean, Young Ho Ko. Young Ho Ko didn't himself, have to face a kick this off. week. He got 212 points, whereas Joey, oh, Joey. Had no, no kicker? kicker. No kicker. Low, oh, brutal. Know, little uh, management difficulties there, but uh, I assume. I see. He did not. I assume he, it'll have he did not foresee the COVID luck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> when we look at this matchup, uh, obviously, Mister Fuge was buoyed by the Bridgewater Moore stack, even though it was pretty much all Bridgewater on that stack, but. DJ Shark did do 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 with the twenty four points. Nice big reception to start off the week last week. Todd Gurley just keeps on chugging along. Newly minted acquisition. Antonio Gibson with an eleven spot. Hurst nine spot. Pretty decent week for Fuji. It's his best week mm-hmm. in a long time. So I know he's he's mm-hmm. happy to be back in the wind column there. Yeah, definitely. I mean, Mike. I mean, Mike Evans decent. Uh, Hayden Hurst finally showing up. You know, got him nine points as well. So. And the Miami defense, man, are they for real? I believe so. They've been really good, and they got a pretty right? good schedule. Yeah, man, they've been popping off pretty good consistently in the last couple of weeks. Holy 12, 15, 23, and 8. Yeah, that's insane, yeah. I don't know what they've been doing over there, man. Shit. <laughs> I think the boppers hit it on the beginning of the – I think they're taking showers, yeah. right? So. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Now they're playing uh, week one of playoffs. They're playing Kansas City, so I think they'll probably get chilled. When the time yeah, comes, might not be able to just keep for long. <laughs> we'll see how that goes, but well, points um, wise, yeah, he's a... points wise, yeah. KC playoffs that might be a little tough though. That might be a little tough, but uh, yeah, when you look at Joey's team, he had some pretty decent performances. But obviously, what hurt him was Justin Jackson getting hurt really early in that match. Oh yeah. That. Not having a kicker. Who knows if, if Justin Jackson played, then obviously with plus the kicker, this could have been a sweat for sure. So Drew Brees, uh, <laughs> Drew Brees made his big return. He's got 26 points. It looked like he was maybe not going to be Joey's QB anymore, but nope, he's back. He's posted 20 points for three straight weeks. You got Allen Robinson with 11.6 points. That guy's QB proof. Doesn't matter if it's Nick Fold. Doesn't matter if it's Trubisky. He's going to put points up every week. Mm-hmm. And you got Justin Jefferson, another solid game. James Conner, a little bit of a yeah, left down game. game. Yeah. Three oh, points, man. Three points only, yeah. Just going back to like his week one. Yeah, so. You had 2.7. And that was weird. Much. I didn't even. It's been consistent. It almost felt like the Steelers weren't trying. It just was <laughs> a weird ass game. It was just very strange. It just, it just, I mean, you're playing Dallas and you got the undefeated team, but it just, it seemed like they were evenly matched, which is really bizarre. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I honestly thought that uh, they were going to lose, but uh, shouldn't have doubted them. Maybe they were just on battery saver mode for the whole game. At the end, they're like, "Oh shit, we're going to lose. We better turn it off." Well, isn't uh, big? Well, especially big when they did. Ben's out. Sorry, yeah, they didn't go for that, and they didn't go for that fucking field goal at the end there. And I was like, "What the hell were they smoking?" I, I mean, with Dallas. I mean, think about it. You got CD and Amari and Michael Gallup. They can run straight in lines. <laughs> All you got to do is bomb the ball. I mean, that's that's it. So kind of weird. 
as kind of coaching on Mike Tomlin's, but hey, they 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 gotta they gotta win. And it's funny if you if you've kind of been watching YouTube, Dallas kind of took it as a win. They're like that's the best we ever performed. You know, we that's how we played against an undefeated team. I'm like, you guys are weirdos, man. You you still lost. <laughs> yeah, weirdos is a nice way of putting uh, how the Cowboys <laughs> are this year. Yeah, it's they've just been a massive train wreck. So after Dak went down, Dak was covering up a lot of blemishes for sure. Now that now that uh, He's gone. You can't hide it. Mike McCarthy, probably not a great hire. So who knows if he'll even last the season. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Other than that, uh, yeah, Joey had a nice game from Josh Jacobs, a really good game from Keenan Allen. So Joey's roster is pretty damn good. Like he's got a lot of good guys on it, uh, but he just needs to get them all to put something yeah, together. Exactly. Maybe who knows, maybe he can make a run. Once, at he, once he gets Austin Eckler back too, that's going to be a big boost in the roster. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think he gets, he gets Debo back as well. So, I mean, like you said, the pieces are kind of falling in place. And I don't see Mr. Connor hitting three. I think that's just kind of a one-off. I think uh, Pittsburgh likes pounding the ball. And as far as I know, he kind of averages about, yeah, 12 to 13. So, I'm not worried. He shouldn't be worried about Mr. Connor throwing up a stinker. Yep, don't think so. So, um, other than that, uh, yeah, that's, that's all she wrote for this one. So, Shall we move on to the final matchup here, boys? Ooh, this was between uh, two of the three Potters here. Which one is it? Oh, it's the Titans. Let's get her done. And the Nacho Man. What are what are the odds of that? <laughs> I'll leave the floor. What are the odds, <laughs> you guys? What are the odds? Yeah, this one Man. turned out to be a bit of a froggy. So one thirty nine for me, eighty seven for the Macho Man. So. When we look at it here, uh, yeah, my my stack was too big to overcome here. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, 34. Jeez. Kelsey with a 20 spot. I don't know if you guys saw that oh, stiff arm that Kelsey put on the nasty. defender. One there. of the best of the year. Oh, man. Dude. Exactly. I mean, that's – is he a linebacker playing tight end? <laughs> Maybe, but he is – yeah, that man is, is insane. Yeah, he's – uh, tight end won this year easily. He's got more combined points than a bunch of other tight ends. It's just, yeah, he's pretty silly. I, I looked at some stats the other day. I believe Travis Kelsey, when you combine him with wide receivers, is, is equivalent of like wide receiver five or six on the year or something Jeez. this year. As I was watching the morning games, man, like I, I couldn't help but smile during the first half because I think Mahomes only had nine. <laughs> Yeah. And then I don't know what the fuck happened in the second half. I was like, I look back, I'm like, how the fuck did Kelsey get 159 yards? I was like, holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> that was it. I was like, damn it, man. Like, I thought Carolina had a pretty good uh, pretty good chokehold on the on the KC offense there for a bit. But then, sh- I don't know what happened in the second half. Second half, yeah, Mahomes just decided to turn on. That turned into a big shootout. So, whenever it's a, it's a shootout, it's always a- – in favor of Mahomes and, and Kelsey usually. So, but yeah, other than that, uh, James Robinson, he had a pretty solid game, 15.9 mm-hmm. points against Houston, mm-hmm. who's allowed a lot to running backs there. Kamara didn't have the greatest game, 13.4 points. I know seems like it's a lot to expect, but uh, yeah, they didn't really need him against Tampa. That was just the biggest shellacking of the season. That was, yeah. I, I, yeah, I mean, I have, I have to agree on you. That, that's pretty crazy. One run, 40 yards rushing. That's insane. That's all you got. Wow. And yeah, then Mr. Uh, 
And the king, fuck, that's a poof, 68 rushing yards. So, man, I mean, I don't, I don't realize that Chicago's run D was that good. I thought their secondary was much better, but man, are these kind of stiff when they're going against the run. They're playing Dalvin Cook this week, so hopefully he gets screwed over. But man, I don't kind of expect that from Mr. Henry. Yeah, I mean, Henry usually doesn't matter uh, who's he's playing against, but Chicago's these kind of magic. Yeah, he's kind of match-proof, like you were about to say. But, yeah, I mean, yeah. I guess they're for real. And it doesn't help when Mr. Johnson get concussed in, like, the first play of the game. I was like, no. Yeah, that's <laughs> brutal. I was like, God. And then they got Puke. The best part was Puke Johnson's in the game, he, and I don't think he, he really did much. <laughs> he did have a touchdown, though. He did oh, have he a did, touchdown. right? Yeah, yeah he did score. Yeah. about 12 or 13 <laughs> points, yeah. Finished with about 12 or 13 points. And, yeah, unfortunately, I think any of us that had uh, Tampa players, we kind of felt the wrath of uh, the 28-3 to shellacking by Nolans because these guys just got nothing. Gronk, uh, Gronk with a .70. Like, yeah, that was, a, that, was, that was tough for all, all Tampa Bay players. I don't, I don't think other than Godwin, who had an okay whatever game, other than him, it was just pretty bad, pretty bad to be a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan, that's for sure, so. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah, other than that, uh, yeah, obviously Henry didn't help you. Neither did David Johnson going down Gronkowski. The dis- this decision that I found very interesting for you, Kev, is that you chose to start Fant over Mr. Brandon Cooks. What was your yeah? Um, so I was kind of a last minute switcheroo there because oh man, like it was weird because Cooks. Obviously, had a big week against Jacksonville. I think that was week four. So I'm like, all right, this is going to be an automatic plug-in. No, it's actually week five. He went off 26. So I was like, okay, I'll definitely start him. But then those stupid Yahoo guys in my brain, you know, oh, you know, fucking Atlanta's got the shittiest defense against tight ends. I'm like, all right, cool. No fan's going to go off. And it looks like he was going to go off. And then his ankle broke after the first catch. I'm like, no. What the fuck? So it's just kind of the luck of the draw. I mean, no fan and that ankle. I don't know if they gotta like duct tape it on there or you know pop in some fucking eight eight or nine screws, but man, that thing's gotta be in place. Yeah, I, I, that you you gotta be happy that he came back because he went to the locker room. I thought he was maybe done, but then it said that he came back and he did. So I know you're 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 happy for sure that he's not out for for at least like a couple weeks or something like that. There. For sure, for sure. And another slap in the face was, I mean, I picked up Curtis yeah. Samuel, but I don't know why I didn't start him. I was like, I, I'd have no reason. I mean, again, I could have swapped him out for that whole fat thing, but it's, yeah, it's you're kind of picking and choosing how to uh, who to move around now. So next week will definitely be uh, quite interesting for me. Yeah, it's a, it'll be a big week for you to try and sneak into the playoffs there. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And that's kind of the nice thing about this year's uh, this year's run. I think everyone kind of still has an opportunity to, uh, to finalize that sixth and final spot. I mean, Mr. Titan, you're kind of running away with it. I don't kind of I don't kind of see you slowing down anytime soon. But uh, yeah, I mean, the sixth the sixth spot is kind of golden right now. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'd like to think like it feels like I'm running away with, but but Matt's on my back. Like he has the same amount of wins as me. So if if I if I miss a step and he wins, like I'm I'm out of first. That's simple as that, boys. Mm-hmm. Simple I'm just taking a look at the benches. Honestly, you're getting your uh, must start but... for you guys' matchup. I don't really see any. Yeah, it's like holy shit, that's crazy. Other than that Tampa defense, I mean, that was yeah, just, I mean, is what it is. 
But yeah, he's like, yeah. I mean, that, another thing I think with defense as well, it's it's crazy. I mean, I'm not sure if you expected Tennessee to get 14, but that that was insane. I was like, holy shit, Tennessee's at a defense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I thought they had a chance to be decent. Uh, I didn't expect the touchdown. Like I thought they could get maybe like six, seven points and not right. allow a lot of points. But the touchdown was very nice. That was a great. That was a great gift from David Montgomery. That fumble right into newly acquired uh, Desmond King's hands for the touchdown. That was great, especially as a Titans fan. That was that was a lot of fun, for sure and for sure. And I mean, worst case scenario, you got that uh, Mr. Sherbert sitting there on the bench. He's looking pretty consistent as well. Yep. No, he's looking good, and uh, you guys will see. He's, I'm going to need him a lot <laughs> next week. <laughs> yeah, yeah oh, it's going to be yeah. a shootout. Also, for sure. Jimmy Donut Graham did not post a donut. He actually was six for six with a touchdown. Jeez, Mister Consistency here. What is going on with this guy? The man is an anti donut this year. His lowest point is two point three. On seven targets, not good. But or no, on one target, he had one on. Yeah, and that was against. And that was against New Orleans. Now, I mean, if you think about it, they. I I don't know what happened with New Orleans, but they're playing some lights out defense lately because. Tight ends aren't doing diddly against those guys, so two is actually pretty good. But Jimmy's playing like pro bowl, pro bowl caliber football right now, which is crazy. Yeah, he's a target. He's a target uh, sponge right now. After Allen Robinson, Foles, and Trubisky looked him quite a bit. So, um, yeah, who'd have thought that Jimmy Graham would be a somewhat reliable tight end option this year? But that's that's twenty twenty three boys. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I think that's about wraps it up for week nine. So. We're, we usually move on to waivers right about now, but this week was a pretty busy one in terms of trade. So we're going to look at the trade made on November the 6th between Mr. Shamrocks and the Fuges. You have the Shamrocks sending Antonio Gibson, Mike Evans, and Sterling Shepard off to the Fuges for Chris Carson and Boston Scott. What do you boys think of this one? Um, I think when Stab City uh, puts his with, eyes I mean, with, on uh, target and he targets a player, I think he just goes out and ships everything he can to get him. By the looks of it, I don't know yep. about Boston Scott. Chris Carson's pretty which solid. Which, the craziest part is, and I mean, I, I can talk, openly talk about this because we're on the pod. He tried shipping Mr. Carson off to me afterwards. Oh, right after. Whoa. Oh, wow. So he's playing some wow. like he's playing some John Schneider as <laughs> football right now. <laughs> like he's literally wow. taking guys and he's trying to get guys off other. So I was like, holy shit, this gentleman's actually playing some playing, some money ball kind of football here. So here. <laughs> exactly. Isn't, you just diss Mr. Wiseman, Doctor Fab. Let's see here. So, so, so I don't know if you're at liberty to to speak here, Kevin. But would you have taken that deal he proposed to you? Uh, most likely not, because I think you said the the Forty ers backfield is just a, a landmine, and I have to agree. Seattle's backfield is still fuck, man. I mean, being a Seattle fan as well, it's it's uh it's frustrating because three years in the draft we picked up Penny instead of Nick Chubb, and then last year I don't know. We could have drafted a running back, and we didn't. And then same with this year. So it's kind of frustrating. I'm not quite sure. You know, Chris Carson is literally a porcelain doll. I mean, 
four games, he's great. But fuck, man, he just can't stay consistent. And it's it's crazy. I think that Seattle's got the fucking beast mode curse. Like no no running back's been able to do what he does. So it's it's crazy. And I thought Schneider would have made. And this is crazy for me to even say this out loud. But fuck, I thought him and Jerry Jones would have made a push for Easy E to get his ass over to Seattle because it's it's it almost seems that. If they don't go the Dak direction next year and they sign them and they may go and get Trevor Lawrence, do those guys want to stay playing in Dallas? Because, I mean, if you think about it, Zeke's rookie year, he had the fucking line of hell. Like, that that old line that Dallas had was insane. Like, you could have – I think DeMarco Murray was there, and he, he, he led the team in rushing at one point. So He did, yeah. It's not – it's not the same line anymore, and that's you can totally see why Zeke's not finding those holes, and he's not just he's not eating as much as he possibly can. So, I just thought he'd maybe need to change the scenery, but you know that's why I'm not a GM. So, <laughs> but yeah, it's just I, I feel for Seattle. I mean, it doesn't matter who you put in back there. I mean, DJ Dallas is doing his his thing, but I don't think that's going to be working out for the long term because. Buffalo. I mean, I'm not saying that Seattle should beat Buffalo, but you should at least make it competitive because the score looked much closer than it was. I mean, Buffalo was kicking the shit out of Seattle. It just seemed like a high school team playing against a college team, right? So it was insane. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if Seattle just hit hard by going west to east. Like playing the east early game as a west coast team, that's really hard. It's pretty hard to do that. True, yeah. The three hours, you're totally right, yeah. But they should have played better. I mean, Seattle's supposed to be a Super Bowl contender this year. Russ is supposed to be MVP candidate. I don't think he's. I don't think he's the leading candidate anymore. I think the top two guys right now are Mahomes and Murray. So we'll see about that. But I want uh, to ask you guys yeah, a I mean, quick question as well. Do you think that teams yeah. avoided to trade players because of the whole fact that they got to be able to like miss a week because of COVID? So if, saying like you actually got a player through a trade, you probably couldn't plug them in that same week. Is that kind of why people kind of sh- um, shied away? For example, like why didn't Green Bay pick up some help for uh, for Aaron Rodgers there? Well, they were they were trying hard to get Fuller apparently. So, um, but yeah, just something something fell through. I don't know. I don't think everyone in Green Bay was aligned uh, in terms of how much they wanted Fuller. I can't remember which is which, but either the coaches wanted Fuller and the GMs didn't, or the GMs wanted Fuller and the coaches didn't. Like they weren't truly aligned in in their pursuit of him so if i was houston i know deshaun apparently this past week was saying like i'm so glad we didn't trade full yeah. if we did it with catastrophe so i don't exactly. know what houston's trying to do there like they just they have no draft picks next year they trade them all away it's just a it's a shit show over there but um yeah i don't know it might have been i mean carlos dunlap was traded from the Bengals to the seahawks as you know since you're a seahawks fan Yep. Other than that, yeah, I think I just think um, I think teams would have would have done trades. I just think they the, just the right price wasn't paid. Like their people were wanting too much for players. Like, yeah, I, I I think people were expecting more. But I mean, yeah, trades don't happen too much in the NFL. We have to realize that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, but um, yeah, just just to wrap up this trade before we move on. I know Matt speaking with him. He definitely. He made this move just to to try and, and keep up with the point scoring that my team's putting up this year. So if Carson can stay healthy, like he's gonna be great for Matt. But just that's a a big if. I know Matty's hoping he comes back in the next couple weeks. Otherwise, he's probably gonna be feeling a little shaky about the trade, perhaps. Yeah, definitely for sure. 
So with that, uh, we'll move on to the trade made this morning just in time for a pod today involving Matt again. And it's also involving the boppers here. So we got Darius Slayton, Levian Bell, and Dallas Goddard going from the boppers to the Shamrocks for Mike Gesicki, Jacoby Myers, and Kenyon Drake. Feel free to fill us in on how this went um, down there, Trev. I don't know. There's not too much to fill in. I, I'd rather have uh, your opinions on this one, actually. What do you think? Did I? I, I think you won. Just quite be honest. I think you got the, the win in the trade because as we're touching with uh, – with Tua and Mike Gusecki, I mean, if, if if they can share the same shampoo in the shower, man, I mean, I think it's not working out over there. And you know, the law in the law firm of Jacoby Myers, man. I mean, regardless of Edelman and um, who's that other guy they got, uh, Nikhil Harry. If he comes back, I, I don't really see why Cam would just stop throwing to the guy. And I think Kenyon's back this week as well. So and on the other side, I mean, Lev Bell. Fuck, I, I. I I don't know if he's going to get involved until the playoffs, to quite be honest, guys. Um, Dallas Goder, again, I'm not quite sure, you know, if, how Wentz is kind of playing lately. And the the only positive is, yeah, Darius uh, Slayton. I think he's kind of pretty consistent. But, again, it looks like uh, Daniel Jones is now spreading the ball around. And, again, you know, we haven't really had uh, – a Slayton-esque type of game where he goes off for his 16 usual and he's three tutties like last year. So I think you kind of, you, you want it, but again, I don't want to speak too early or curse you as well, but uh, yeah, you got some pretty good, pretty good guys. You can plug and play right away. Kev. I appreciate that. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm just seeing this as I'm seeing it, man. I mean, I, I just, yeah, these are good pickups. Um, especially with Kenny and Drake. Um, they got to understand, like, I've been watching football for a long fucking time. And when you get injured as a player, you're fucking shitting your pants. Because you guys remember what happened to Wes Welker, right? Oh, yeah. There you go. I mean, that's how Julian Edelman became Julian Edelman. So if if once uh, Drake got a hurt and he's like, I ain't losing my fucking job to uh, – what's the guy's – Edmonds, right? He's like, no, 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 no. I need to, I need to get Jason, paid. Yeah. yeah, he's like, I need to get paid. So I think Drake's going to, you know – channel his inner Alabama and start going off once again. And as you mentioned, I mean, you got Kyler Murray, so that's a pretty good stack to have. He starts throwing him or starts treating him kind of like a, uh, like uh, Alvin Kamara, where you kind of dump him off the ball and he just starts running like crazy. So you never know. This actually might happen. But again, I mean, with Stab City, it's, it's, he's not really losing sleep over it as well. His, his team's really good. I mean, he's got cookie, right? So that guy pretty, pretty much puts up more points, for one person then like three people combined yeah, so sure. yeah i just i think he's still <laughs> and i hate to throw this in and i'm not throwing shade but that fucking naheem yeah. hines is probably destroying him every week <laughs> I know. <it's> tough. <laughs> he's like you fucking naheem hines i mean i and i'm i'm quite i'm surprised that he hasn't cut him loose but again 65 fab points is probably harsh to cut somebody loose on so. bust. <laughs> yeah you can't he can't he can't cut him yet yeah he's <laughs> Naeem Hines gets like thirty percent of the of the action in in Indianapolis. He can't cut him just yeah. yet, but uh, yeah, I mean, in terms of in terms of this trade, Trev, I think you bought low on Kenyon Drake. So I I think I yeah, I just for some reason I didn't realize this until yeah. now. You got the triple yeah. stack, with my Tyler shares, and, yeah, uh, yeah. So no matter yeah, every, every play, cool, I got so. a chance to get some <laughs> help. I feel like so. Dude, and their offense is fucking good. Because you said that guy's passing the ball. I mean, if he's not, if he's not open, Kyler Murray is probably a better running back than 
Yeah, seventy-five percent of the running backs oh, in the dude. league, right? It's insane. The kid can yeah, run. That like here's the thing. Like so, Kyler Murray, he's running back one in, in exactly. Not <laughs> <laughs> the other two are running backs two and three. So now right. you have the first two. You have like at least two of the three cardinal options there, which is pretty good. So I think for you. Like Dallas Goddard, like his upside is really big, but I think you're less dependent yeah. on on good tight end play. I think with having Murray and DeAndre, like you have yeah. some other Ganarian. Hawkinson's just been my plug and so, play all year, so, so you can, yeah. Goddard's just kind of been sitting on my bench for exactly. a while. I've been kind of looking to offload him, even though he's a great sec, great backup to have in case Hawkinson goes down. Then he's always there but i mean i think i think Jacecki's also got some upside too i think i'm also buying him low yep i think uh lev bell i think yep. i don't know it's tough to see his carries like continue upside or like the upside of his carries like until as you said until the playoffs i know darius slayton darius yeah slayton, i mean that's he's been I think. a boomer bust for me all year he's been a tough play i actually benched him this week even though he was supposed to projected like 11 something points what do you know? He gets one catch. I mean, I think he's he's t- he's been tough to play all year and tough to predict all year, but I think he's got some good matchups coming up that should 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 see him get some more targets. But I don't know, Darius Slayton. He's a he's, he's got. I'm taking a look at your. I mean, he's 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 a good player at the end of the day. He can slay. He is. I mean, and and I I'm looking at your squad there, Trevin. You could definitely have afforded to let the. The Slayton man go because I mean, uh, Mr. Jerry yeah. transgender <laughs> Judy there. <laughs> oh my god, he's playing well, and Mike yeah. Will made it, man. He's Mike balling. Will is fucking shit. That's yeah, crazy. Herbert, Herbert, he's Herbert's balling, right? So I'm like, fuck. Like, I mean, he's been flying. I don't know how I'm, he's I'm radar. Like, that's a huge excited for the league for right there. Yeah, but uh. Yeah, and then Myers. Sure. I don't really know too much about this Myers guy. Well, he's we'll see. Huge targets. And- has a decent projection, and Drake. I yeah, and you like got you him, got but... you kind of got the handcuff. But here's the thing: got... at the end of the day, yeah, looking at the trade from a Yahoo standpoint, Yahoo said basically at the end of the day, both teams inc- increased their overall team's performance by seven points, his way and my way. So it was like seven point oh five to seven point okay. six something. Hmm. So I'm like, hey, it improves my team, it improves your team, projected then I think it's a win-win for both of us at the end of the day. There you go. That's what you like to see. Yep, exactly. Win-win trade. Yeah, so. Another uh, another GM chime on the Stab Shitty Shamrocks, perhaps they know something that obviously we don't know, but uh, he picked up George Kittle and <laughs> popped him onto the IR. I was like, oh, yeah. shit. Does oh, he I know something that we don't that. know? That would be a big brain <laughs> play for sure. Right? I was like, what the fuck? Really? Damn. I think, yeah, Maddie's hoping that he heals a little bit early so he can come <laughs> back for semifinals of playoffs. He's got the end game in mind. That's all I can say. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't really blame him if he has the bench spot. The, the, why, why not? Then I guess. Exactly. Yeah. Yep, for sure. All right. For sure. Yep, so. Well, let's let's end the trade talk there and move on to the fab offers of the week. It was okay. a fairly quiet week. Mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. did have some close ones there. So, starting off with uh, the New Orleans defense, Primo pipping the Skunkle Squad on lower waiver priority, three bucks there. 
And then we also have another one here. We have Duke Johnson going to How Hungry Are You, which is funny because I know Tanner is not like <laughs> He Duke hates Johnson. that guy. <laughs> puke. That's so funny. Like yeah. Puke. Or he likes to call him Puke Johnson. Yeah, he beats, he beats you, oh, Trent. Yeah. Oh, brother on yeah, brother action there. I didn't expect <laughs> to get him anyways. I wanted my Cleveland defense puke. as I illegally picked him up during – some sort of commissioner error <laughs> unknowingly, but <laughs> right. did you? And then you go and spend four dollars, which is a pretty. Yeah, like a I saw that too. Club when I'm on the waiver wire. <laughs> oh snap! Yeah, I think uh, I have to say, Trev, that's a very interesting pickup because they're playing Houston, and Houston is a pretty decent offense. So, yeah, they're going to be yeah, playing your take on Johnson. That so I mean, I think it's going to be an absolute gong show. <laughs> Absolutely walked over. He's, oh, gonna, snap. he's gonna have fumbleitis and just give me a couple of give uh, Miles Garrett a couple of uh, fumble recoveries. That's my prediction. If you get that, that'd be fantastic. That'd you be hope to see else. it. But uh, yeah, other than that, uh, we have Jason Sanders beating Primo by one dollar for oh, the sweaty grinders, and then you also have the food just changing up his quarterback again, going with two other. Yeah, I mean, shit, that was, that was a good pickup because I'm not going to lie, I tried picking him up too because uh, Big Ben sitting with fucking Vance McDonald. Eh? You don't play, but you got COVID. How? <laughs> and you get yeah. to start a QB? Well, like, yeah. Come on, bro. What are you doing? There was too much action yeah. on the plane. Fucking guys, right? Like, I don't understand. Don't they got like fiberglass in the plane too? I don't know. Yeah, it's hard to say, but uh, yeah, it seems like there's these just these fringe players just yeah. affecting the main players. Yeah, stupid. I mean, look Annoying. at who is it on Green Bay? Is the rookie oh, right who got everybody sick? No. I was a uh, Corey, not Corey Dillon. Dillon. What's the guy's name? Um, AJ, AJ Dillon. Dillon. Yeah, so he had COVID, yeah. and he had he got Jamal Williams. He didn't get COVID, but he's like, well, they're hanging out. So I was like, damn, man, crazy shit. All right. Yep. Yep, so this is not going to be the end of that. You know this is going to happen at least like oh, yeah. more this year. And that's the thing. I'm, I don't understand, guys. I mean, when they say a player's got COVID, like, does the player actually have COVID? Because how the fuck is he playing five days later? I don't know. You think the end? it sounds like, I don't know. It's, right? You can make all these conspiracy theories. Like, maybe the NFL mm. is just saying they don't have it just so they can keep the game going. <laughs> that's what I think, much. too. I don't know. I honestly so think, though, to too. Because what, what was it? Um, fucking some player played the whole game and he had COVID. And they didn't find out until the game was over. And I was like, that's fucking insane. It's almost like, like I'm not sure if you guys watch baseball at all, but uh, yeah, the World Series, right? With that, uh, was that yeah. Murphy? Yeah, yeah, man, that shit's crazy. And he came back yeah, on the field like, afterwards with no mask? I'm like, what the fuck? That's crazy. No mask, kissing his girlfriend. Dude. Apparently... Apparently nine other players Jeez, got it. So that's if, fucking if, if rough. Tampa Bay, if Tampa Bay forced Game Seven, like probably I don't know if they would have been able to play right away. Like they would have like spread COVID to other oh. people. I don't know. That it was a shit show situation. Big time. And it was like, oh, and even if even the commissioner when they interviewed him, he he just sounded fucking like he didn't even know what the hell to say. He, he sounded scared. Oh, yeah. He sounded scared. Like he's like, oh shit, are they gonna close baseball forever? <laughs> I I don't want to make this a baseball podcast. No, no, no. Yeah, definitely. Joke. He's a giant joke. He's a terrible commissioner, and yeah, we'll we'll leave that for another subject if we ever have a <laughs> a baseball league and a baseball podcast for another day there. 
So, but uh, yeah, I mean, did you guys uh, see any other additions uh, that that uh, sparked your eye there? I know of uh, sausages you picked up, Kirk Cousins. I did. I mean, it's like, again, because of what happened with the King last week, so a fucking cookie can't run, I expect Cousins to kind of air out the ball. But again, I mean, it all depends if Big Ben is healthy or not, because I definitely want to start him against Cincy, especially he's been pick- he's been putting up a couple of back-to-back good weeks over there, and so is um, Mr. Uh, Claypool there. So he's got a good a good mojo going on. But um, yeah, I, I was again, I'm not quite sure um, what to kind of do with with Kirk Cousins. I mean, I tried to get Tua, but obviously Young Ho Fuja had a little bit more money on the waiver there, and it was weird, man. Before I even picked up Kirk Cousins, and I don't know if I was drinking too much, but I almost thought about picking up uh, Drew Locke. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, ew, yeah. uh, right, because yeah, it's again they're playing the Raiders, and I was just like, oh, I don't know. But as I've been watching Drew Locke's games, he doesn't. It seems like he only shows up like in the fourth quarter. Yeah, when they're losing and there's no pressure on him, right? He just starts bombing the ball. I'm like, fuck, why don't you start playing like this from the beginning? But um, yeah, I I think with uh with Captain Kirk, anything can kind of happen. But again, I'm just hoping the fact that um Ben can play I was listening to uh, uh, Pittsburgh Steelers podcast, and they're saying that he doesn't have a COVID, like they tested him, but again, he's got to be able to do the same test on Saturday, and that's a it's a long way from now, because this whole hanging out thing is fucking scaring the shit out of me. Yeah, yeah, I know. Apparently, Big Ben, he's been very diligent. Uh, he hasn't been stupid about uh, taking COVID seriously. He's been he's been pretty good, but apparently just he's been a close contact uh so you'll see. I know you're hoping for the best for him just because of Kirk Cousins' plays. You don't know if you're going to get 11 points for him or 24 points. Exactly. Exactly. Bit, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So so other than that, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it seems like it was a pretty quiet week. No no big uh, no. fab offers. I do see that uh, Fuji week, had so. uh, dropped Nelson Aguilar after he popped off for a 12.5 spot and a touchdown. So I think the Fuji – Fuji's yeah, he, he got here, herb, clearly, yeah. but uh, gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> Other than that, I think it was pretty pretty chill way to wire yeah. this week. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, Fuji, Fuji's not afraid to to change his team up. He's made the most moves in the league this year at thirty two moves. Gotcha. I can't believe it that you know uh, how hungry he's actually had to spend some money to get puke though. <laughs> It's weird, yeah. <laughs> I would have never thought that he would have spent money on. But I guess, yeah, he's got money to burn though, because I'm looking at the fab and what everyone still has remaining. And the crazy part is, guys. I mean, I'm looking at um, you know, trying to pick up people, and I haven't heard of some of these cats, man. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, we yeah. literally like all of our teams have like the second or third or fourth option, so it's slim picking. So. I hate to say it, like you know, the skunk's sitting on sixty-three bucks, and we're going into week ten. I'm not, I'm not sure what they can pick up. Or who to pick up? Right? I know, I know. We we dump on Dallas. Like he he knows he can't take the sixty-three bucks with him into, into the John B and drink some beer. That, <laughs> that would be awesome, though. <laughs> it would be. Yeah, no, I don't I'd... think any of us would spend fab if that was the case. No, it'd be like that. Uh, Just, yeah. yeah. That'd be funny. Yeah, so I don't know. But I, I don't know. I expect Dallas. I think he'll spend some money soon. But times are running out because, uh, yeah, All playoffs right. are coming, boys. Yep. Do some previews. 
You guys ready right. for some projections? I'll start Let's get her done. Let's do it. But, uh, yeah, I'll start with the. Uh, okay, that sounds good, buddy. What you got? The hard Andres. Or the hard ons here. Yeah, I'll just do a. I'll do it. Are oh, you going to do your own? Sweet. You're going to do your own? It's going to be the froggy of the week. Boom. All right. I'm out, boys. With that, I'm out. <laughs> All right. Enjoy the rest of the podcast. Good luck with those projections. All right. Thanks for coming sure, on, Greg. buddy. Great to talk Peace to you, bro. Have a great evening. Take care. Well, there you go. That's uh, the Gores. So I actually, I did a projection for every matchup this week. So I had the Gores winning 136 to 104 on the back of Kyler Murray and Aaron Jones there. So what what do you think about that, Kev? Yeah, I mean, that's pretty close. I was thinking about the 133 to about a buck 15. But I, I still obviously see the boppers bopping themselves away. I think Kyler Murray uh, playing at home against Buffalo, he's going to go off. I mean, I think Buff- uh, Jake Allen thinks he can play football because he schooled Seattle, and I think he might get returned to return to earth against Arizona because their defense isn't too bad. I mean, you got Patrick Peterson that's going to be covering some people, and um, Buda Baker, that man, five foot ten yep. possessed fucking safety, right? So, yeah, I think the Boppers are doing pretty well. Um, yeah, I think that Mike will. Um, against Miami, it's gonna be the 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 rookie the rookie showdown, right? Like Sherbert's gonna be like, yo, um, I should have been a top ten pick as well. I mean, I think he was, wasn't he number six overall? Uh, in the yeah, in his draft, yeah, he was around number six. Okay, yeah, he went right after yeah. Corey Davis. Okay, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. so it's high. so it's gonna be good. It's gonna be a good showdown. I think. Um, I don't know if it's gonna be an air assault because, as I was mentioning, Miami's defense is pretty good. Uh. But uh, the San Diego Chargers, I think Joey Boza's back, but their secondary is kind of uh, kind of banged up. So I mean, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough uh, to try to cover it. But again, I'm not quite sure. I heard that Preston Williams got injured as well, so they're going to be leaning on um, Parker a lot and on uh, Gusecki. So yep. yeah, we'll see what happens. But uh, he's got a good. I mean, obviously Aaron Jones is back to playing the Aaron Jones esque football, I think. And on the, yep. on, the, on the other side, I mean. It's it's anything could actually happen. Quite be honest. I mean, Aaron Rodgers again against Jacksonville, he can pop off and get forty. And you know, Aaron Jones may. That's the thing. It kind of works against him because if Aaron Jones catches some of those balls, I mean, the boppers are obviously kind of winning. But on the yeah, I mean, Uncle Lenny, I'm expecting kind of big things again. I mean, he had a pretty good uh, outing against Carolina the last time they played. He had twelve carries for 103 and two tutties, 25 points. So, but um. It, it's kind of tough to go against the Yahoo projections, right? So, <laughs> no, I agree. Um, I Andre's team isn't bad. No, it's not. Like, I just think his running backs and the tight ends are letting him down. Like, he just needs more. Like, if Saquon didn't get hurt, oh. if Fournette was legit, like he'd be all right. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, and then he has Jared Cook and, and Tanyan who've been a letdown lately. Yeah. So I, I think he he's I think he's gonna break a hundred not by much but I think just the gurus this week they just have too many guys that could pop off for sure for sure for sure exactly I mean I I think uh, I see obviously Aaron Rodgers playing well I think Cooper Cup's gonna have a great great game against Seattle but you're, you're totally right there's so many matchups on the other side that I think um, yeah the gurus will probably have the uh, 15 point over as as you pretty much predicted. Let's move on to the next matchup here. We got the Cowboys facing off against the Cold Hustlers. This is a dead sweat. Wow. Heat 122.96 projection. Right down the middle. 122.69. So just to make it, we'll try not to be uh, too long like the other guys are. But uh, 
My projection is that it's not going to be as close. I think the Cowboys are going to drop 145 on the Hustlers, and the Hustlers are going to drop 127. Wow. Uh, I just uh, – I don't know how – like, I, I had to give Adams a 30-point projection here. I think he's absolutely going to go off. Um, he's playing against Jacksonville. They suck. <laughs> they do. They, they suck ass. And I think, yeah. uh, I think Godwin and Brown can both have good games for Tampa against Carolina. I think Swift, he's the most talented running back in Detroit. Even if he doesn't get a lot of carries, I think he can get 10 points. I think Trump can come back, drop a 22 spot. Um, I, yeah, I just like I just like Carlos' teams this week. Too many big guys. And I actually don't think – like the Hustlers are going to have a solid week. But other than Russell Wilson, I don't know who's going to pop off a lot. I don't know if Mixon's going to play. I like either Mixon or Bernard to have like around 13 points. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter who plays. But uh, – yeah, just I think Carl just has too many guys that can hit twenty points or more. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you got Bobby Woods again playing Seattle. I mean, he's he's gonna go off. We all know how he plays Seattle, and he's getting Chubby Chicken yeah. back, right? I mean, it's gonna be Chubby Chicken against uh, Kareem Hunt. So I think they're obviously gonna get Chubb more totes. I think he started practicing this week as well, and he's eager to get back. Um, thankful to God it was only a sprain and not a tear. So I think he's gonna have a pretty much good bounce back week for him and yeah I, I agree with you I don't see uh the the Tampa Bay receivers having a another pathetic week I think that was kind of a slap in the face um mm-hmm. especially when you're, you know you're projected to get to the Super Bowl so you got to start playing like it and even with uh Mark Andrews there I, I think Lamar needs to start you know either playing like Kyler Murray and running the ball or you know tr- tr- trusting his tight end once again yeah yeah no for sure so yeah, I think um, this is a this is a giant matchup, of course. Like, Carlo's trying to sneak into the playoffs. Cold Hustlers are trying to stop a slide. So, if Carlo loses this matchup, yeah, yeah. I don't know if he's going to make it, man. It might be tough. He's got a pretty tough schedule later on, too, as well. So, um, yeah, we'll see. I think this could be a slobber knocker. I projected a Carlo win, but Mark could easily win, too. Totally. So. Yeah, I mean, exactly. The projections, as you can see, they're 50-50, but I think the slight edge is on the Cowgirls, and I think they might kind of squeak it in because uh, the Philly D, um, they're trying to pick it up as well. So and they're playing at New York, and we all kind of knew what Washington did to New York as well. So you kind of get the slight edge over there. So, yeah. Yep, yeah, you could be right there, Kev. So. Let's move on to our next matchup here. We have the How Hungry Are Yous against the Stab City Shamrock. Another <laughs> giant matchup. We got two versus three here. And we got 131 for the Hungry's projection to 134 for Stab City. I think this is the sweat of the week right here. I projected that the Hungry's are going to go 133 to Stab City's 131. Wow, and I, I, I would have to agree on you because it's one player that I, I see that's on the Stab City that – I'm not 100% confident in, and that's a Chris Carson. I'm telling you, I don't necessarily yeah. think he's going to get that 13. I think that's really high-strung. Um, on the other end, Jarek McKinnon, he's got nothing to lose. So, you know, Mullins is going to be dumping off the ball to him around. So I think he'll probably get the 11 that Yahoo's predicted him to get. Um, besides that, Dallas Godert, I, I, again, I don't think he'll get nine, which is, again – if you look at what he's been getting lately, is it's kind of horrible. I mean, zeros to twos, and I think he's coming back from injury as well. So, but again, he's got the freaking Dalvin Cook, man. Yeah, uh, I think Dalvin Cook gets his projection. I think he gets twenty points. Okay. I I was thinking twenty eight. I don't know, but Chicago played King Henry, hard, right? So actually, I initially I initially put Dalvin Cook for twenty eight points, and then I saw what he did to. Uh, 
to Derrick Henry. So I think he's I think he's gonna have a nice game, but only only twenty points. So I think yeah, I mean if Dalvin Cook goes off, all bets are off. And then if Carson doesn't play, I think if Carson plays he'll be pretty good. But if he doesn't play, then that's even more puts the matchup in favor of of Tanner there. So um yeah, this is gonna be pretty pretty good fun match to watch this is the biggest one of the week in my opinion for sure and like i'll be i'll be watching as well because we both have to figure out what <laughs> Dee johnson's gonna be playing for houston <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We both got the d johnson so you gotta figure out which d johnson's gonna play puke or mr fucking wrist or concussion or man david johnson head case man because tell you it's crazy but um I don't even know if it might come down to special teams as well. Um, Mason Crosby's been kicking yeah. pretty good, and fucking Baltimore D. I mean, they're 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 kind of bailing Lamar out. You know, if Lamar can't be scoring, yeah. they're they're scoring on they're scoring on defense, right? So, yeah, it's gonna definitely be a sweat. I can I can definitely guarantee that. Um, yeah, it's just that Chris Carson pick. That's the that's the thing on the stab side that I'm not really confident in. I'd, I'd even, if I was him, and I'm not taking over his team, I'd even have a little bit more confident playing Bart Scott or uh, Boston Scott, my bad. Boston. Yeah, Boston Scott, Boston yeah, Scott. Yeah, <laughs> well, but Miles Sanders is back, and once he's back, right. Boston Scott's role goes down right, quite right. a bit. So right. I, I imagine if, if Carson doesn't play that, Mr. Naeem Hines, Mr. 61 Bucks goes gotcha. back in. Gotcha. That's a good filler as well. Yeah. 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 So we'll see. I mean, yeah, Galladay looks like he's gonna be out, so that's another. That's that's. I know Tanner's Tanner's first three picks this year in the draft did not go the way he wants. I'm fully expecting next year in the draft he's gonna go running back. Running oh back yeah, first two rounds for sure. And I mean, first, none of us expected. No, no way he's not. Gonna do yeah, that. no one expected C Mac to to be out this much as well. I mean, it's freaking crazy. The dude's out for like almost eight weeks. He comes back and gets 32 points. It's like holy shit. <laughs> Like football needs you. Like you, you, the NFL needs you to play. So that's kind of crazy. Prayers up for CMC. For sure, so. definitely. So uh, yeah, we'll move on to the next matchup here. We have the Skunkle Squad against the Young Ho Fu. So this is another sweat projection: one hundred nine point five to one hundred seven. And uh, on my projection, I think this is going to be a slight froggy here. I think Skunkles will come up 124 to 94, even without a defense right now. Um, I just think that the upper echelon players on the Skunks will will get this done. But uh, what do you think there, Kev? Yeah, I think um, especially with the Titans playing on Thursday night, people forgot that these guys weren't able to play for I think it was a couple of weeks or something because of their whole COVID situation. So they're fresh. They're 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 hungry. They want to play. They're playing Thursday night at home against Indy. It's a division game. I think they got to play Indy again, like in a couple of day or a couple of weeks. So yeah, they're it's going to be a statement game. I think King King Henry's going to go off. If not, I think Tanny's going to find AJ Brown, um, Jonu Smith. I think he'll actually have a pretty higher projection than twenty one thirty three to tell you the truth. And on the other side. Yeah, I mean the Tua versus Justin Herbert. Uh, it's I don't know what to expect. I mean, I think Tua's gonna have he. We, we're waiting for one of those Tua games. I mean, twenty three for a rookie is not bad at all. That's a pretty good. No, that's fucking pretty good for a rookie quarterback who's only played two yeah. games. So, I he, you know only positive stuff for him. Um, the Chargers D is kind of banged up as I mentioned, and uh, yeah, the Fuj got Shark. He's playing with uh, gluten free there. Actually, gluten free. My bad. Gluten-free. Yeah, exactly. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah. and, Nice. They're playing who? Green Bay. So Green Bay's D's suspect. So I th- Luton looks pretty good. I was watching some college tape on him, and man, he can spin it. So 
I think um, I'm not. I don't think he'll take much old man Minchu's job, but you know he's he's not bad as a backup. It's a solid backup that uh, Jacksonville definitely got there. And yeah, um, yeah I, as I mentioned with Alex Smith, I think he'll be checking down the ball a lot to Gibby and obviously to uh, the newfound JD McKissick on. I think was that the Stabbies that got him. Yep. Yeah. So I mean, it's both those guys. The only thing on the Fuji side, again, reluctant is fucking Philip Lindsay. I mean, that whole backfield in Denver, um, it's weird. I'm not, I knew that Melvin Gordon had the DUI, but it looks like he's sharing drinks with Lindsay as well because he's playing drunk. As well. <laughs> <laughs> None of those guys are yeah. not running the ball. I mean, even Rolls-Royce, Rolls I think, got a, a carry last week. So I was like, oh, man, oh what's happening God. here? Exactly. So... That's yeah, a shit show uh, backfield now for sure. It's hard to say which one. Like you, you obviously have a hand in that <laughs> or a horse to play there. So it's it's hard to say. Like who's going to be better? I don't know. Tough to say. Exactly. Exactly. The 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 surprise pickup was the Irv Smith Jr. Um, yeah. Like I think Trev said it. The, the Fujis have a standard, and I think uh, once they see you know a person pop off, I need to have that guy. So uh, I think he might pop yep. off, and if he doesn't, we'll see him back on the waivers next week. <laughs> yep, it's exactly right. Uh, if he Irv Smith got two points the week before the pop off, then nine points, eight points. So I think if he gets eight or nine points, I'm pretty sure Booge will keep him. But if he sucks, bye bye. Yep. And as you can see, I mean, the skunks are looking like they're going to start Tanny over Brady. So that's that's telling you something. I'm not surprised about that. After that week that Brady put off, he's. Yeah, he's, he was burned by him for sure. So um, he's definitely going to be watching the Thursday night game closely, and he's going to be hoping Tannehill pops off because if Tannehill has a bad game and Brady pops off, Skunks is going to lose his fucking game. <laughs> exactly. And it's, exactly. You hit it right on the button, man. Like You don't know what to expect from Tom. I mean, my wife's a huge Tom Brady fan from the New England days, and mm. I just had to deal with that for the rest of my, my, my entire my life of mine. So... <laughs> I'm like, oh, he's gonna suck. He's gonna suck, and he starts, you know, throwing five TDs a game. I'm like, oh, fuck, really? So it's like you don't know what you don't know what you're gonna get from that guy, man. It's just like he'll show up when he wants to show up, and we always forget it's fucking Tom Brady, <laughs> right? Tom it's Brady, Tom Brady. It's not like yeah. some bum off the street. It's fucking Tom Brady. So we're just like, shit. Anything can always happen. I actually thought that they were gonna come back in, in the fourth quarter. It was crazy for me to say, but fuck. I mean, all right. I thought like Bruce Arians was like, hey. You really gonna lose, but it's just one of those games. I think that Nolan's defense is really freaking good. But I just noticed the skunks yep. uh, don't have a defense. They don't, but they'll pick one up. You saw the chat. Oh, today. that's they, right. They meant to pick one up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they'll put one. Gotcha, there. gotcha. I'm, I'm Dallas. Dallas will be straight up for this matchup. Mm-hmm. I, I don't have any problems with that there. So, but uh, yeah, well, I think this is gonna be another sweaty one as well. I agree. So um, next up, we're gonna go up to your oh, matchup, wow. Primo. Versus Le Saucis, and uh, I, I am sorry to say I believe Primo pulls this one out, 131 to 118. Yeah, I mean, again, I'm just kind of rolling the dice, hoping the fact that uh, Big Ben can play. If not, I am just, you know, sitting on a rabbit's foot there, hoping to see what Kirk Cousins pretty much does. He's starting Jared Goff against Seattle, so I know I'm already going to put 40 points for Jared Goff right there. yeah yeah, like you said i I thought that was interesting i think it's interesting that he's playing jared goff so i mean obviously seattle defense is a very vulnerable defense but at the same time jared goff he put the ball on the ground quite a bit against miami he had a terrible game he did he did and then again like you said yeah and he's got breeze at home 
against a depleted yes. 49ers defense. But with Mike Thomas back, who's that? With Mike Thomas, uh, Mike Thomas, exactly. So it's like, hmm, I, like the 49ers, Fred Warner. You know, he's up there. He's a fucking one hell of a middle linebacker. Yeah. But but I mean, they only got Jason Verrett, and fuck, you you're not gonna cover Mike Thomas, man. <laughs> I don't know. No. And, then, and then you got to worry about Kamara. See, that's the problem. People forget. Like shit. Once Thomas came back, it's like they're fucking scary. Like I wouldn't. Not even in fantasy world. Even if the real football team, I wouldn't want to play New Orleans right now, man. Because they're they're no. good to go. They are hungry to get Breeze that last Super Bowl before he goes off. And For sure. Season, and so. like you got Taysom. Oh fuck! I, I don't. What what is that guy, dude? What is that guy? I am I am so annoyed by Taysom <laughs> as a Camara owner because Camara like Camara's been I I shouldn't be complaining like I'm doing pretty good this right year, but Camara's hasn't scored many touchdowns so anytime they get into the red zone it's like oh here's Taysom Hill he runs a fucking it's... option play for a touchdown or oh here we go like I don't know why I've never seen a coach so entrenched with a backup oh. quarterback it's insane he did that it yeah just, like it, yeah. you just thought you so could see Drew Brees' face when he's got to like yep. line up as a receiver and he just you can see it like he's like what the fuck is he doing <laughs> it's so I don't know why he loves. Don't him know, so Sean Payton, man. Yeah. He's got this bum fucking. I don't know what it is. Like I don't necessarily see Taysom Hill replacing Drew Brees ever. He'll just be one of those no. esque type of players, right? But fuck, I, I don't know. And yeah, if I was a Camara owner, I'd be choked because those when you're in the red zone, that's Camara time. You run Absolutely that stretch, is. and like no one can run that stretch as as well as New Orleans does, because nobody can fucking run thirty yards sideways faster than Camara. So it's it's no. crazy, man. It's crazy. Yeah, no, it's it's pretty ridiculous. So yeah, we'll see. Uh, we'll see how this matchup goes. I know you you need a, a win big time. Oh yeah, I mean, I want to get to to get to even. So five and five for me would be nice. I mean, that's obviously one step closer to to six, which is what we're all kind of aiming for. But again, I think myself and how hungry we'll be watching closely on the uh, the Sunday report to see if which DD Johnson is going to be playing. Um, yeah. I, I hopefully I think Gronk might have a bounce back game. I I hopefully think so. I thought that with. Uh, Frosty feet there now on the team that it create more balls headed his way at least even for Mike Evans for Godwin so I just expect the Bucks offense to kind of show up this week especially now knowing that Carolina has no CC so now you can kind of focus on stopping Mike Davis so I think they should actually have a pretty decent game um, and then the whole see this is the thing Phil if I asked this last year Melvin Gordon against uh, Josh Jacobs who would you pick? Uh, I'd probably go Josh. Oh, see there, <laughs> and it's 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 like Melvin Gordon playing in San Diego when he was pretty decent with Philly Rivers, or Josh Jacobs playing with Derek Carr, and it's just like shit. It's weird. I thought that a change of scenery for Mr. Gordon would have made him like you know great, but he's just started drinking and driving over there. So I'm like, I don't understand, man. <laughs> yeah, I don't. That's an indefensible decision by him i don't know in 2020 when oh dude that's insane come on man exactly like i understand that he wants to drive but it's called a ps4 pick up gran turismo grab a steering wheel and play some damn simulation man there you fucking go like oh god kids are these kids are killing me but to speak on that though 
as an old fogey, I am so impressed on how the young guys, either quarterbacks, running backs, receivers, are handling themselves this year. And I think the future of the NFL yes. is going to be fucking fantastic, man. And I think for fantasy as well. Yeah. I think it's going to be great because we're kind of seeing it. We're seeing the Julios and the OBJs kind of now eh, kind of twindling away. And now we're seeing the Justin Jeffersons, the Judys, you know, the, you know, um, the CeeDee Lambs, et cetera. You know, they're kind of doing what they're supposed to be doing. And I, even the uh, yep. Saquon, you know, just bad luck. But I, I don't think Absolutely. I don't think he's going to. I fuck. I mean, if he if he gets injured again next year, fuck. I don't know what to say. That might yeah, be. I it. just I, yeah, like, he, dude. If I he, feel so bad. Yeah, to come back twice, that might be a little. It's tough. it's mentally it's disturbing, especially when you know that you've been drafted first pick overall. Phil, I'm not sure how old you are, but um, fuck. Okay, so I'm yeah, I'm, I'm a little older than you. So I remember back in the day. When Cincy was shitty, and they'd always get the first round pick all the fucking time, they drafted this guy named Kajana Carter out of uh, oh yeah. fuck, and like everybody thought that this kid's gonna be the shit. He literally was Saquon, but he just couldn't yeah. keep healthy. And I just don't want Saquon to have to go through that, man, because it's depressing. Because we don't even nothing, we don't know what the Kajana Carter guy's doing now. Like he's kind of like just you know faded away into irrelevancy. Yeah. So it, it sucks when you have. You get drafted that high, and you want to perform, but your body is just not letting you do it. So, yeah, I, I just I wish he has a, a big bounce back year next year. And yeah, I mean Miles Sanders. I mean that he he was playing backup to Saquon. So yeah, I think the future is is, is friendly for everybody, and it's going to be great. Yeah, I think uh, NFL is in good can- good hands. Lots of great young quarterbacks and receivers to, to rely upon. So. Um, we're going to finish off with my matchup here. I did not make a projection because it was my matchup, but we got myself 126 projected against Mr. Sweaty Grinders 118. <laughs> so I am without my boys. I'm without Mahomes and Kelsey. So in its place, I got Justin Herbert and Jimmy Graham. So did you have a look? Here? I did. I did. And I, I don't know what Mr. Grinders has done recently. If he's made some phone calls here and there, but man, his team is performing when they're supposed to be performing. Again, the only squeaky piece I see on his side of the ball is that uh, Daryl Henderson Jr. Yeah, they're playing Seattle, but he's uh, he's he's pretty injured. I mean, that's the whole thing with L.A.'s backfield. I think Malcolm Brown's the only guy. I think he had a broken finger, but he hasn't been too bad. Cam Akers is just forgettable. No. Daryl Henderson, again, he, yeah. Uh, so besides that, um, Evan Ingram, uh, gosh. It's hard to trust. I mean, the thing is, he's got 10 targets in the last two weeks. So, wow. I mean, it looks like Daniel Jones perhaps got a favorite sweetheart now that he wants to pass the ball to. So, from that perspective, anything could happen. But, um, again, Philly, I might it's, – it's hard to go – it's hard to go against Alvin Kamara, especially at home. Um, whenever he has, like, I would say a 13, he bounces back with a 33 or 38. So <laughs> it's it's hard for me to kind of even say the 20 is going to be uh, consistent. And even in your boy there, James Robinson, I mean, I think 15 for him was kind of a low game as well. Um, the Houston D, I mean, you got JJ over there. So that's probably why he kind of – he only he couldn't read the century mark. I think he's only a yard away. But I think Green Bay yep. he's going to go off because um, they're going to try to – to kind of rush uh, gluten-free there to chuck the ball. So I think James Robinson was probably going to find a couple of creases and run wild. So I think it's projecting he might get five more than he's 
originally projected, so I think he might have said about 20. And yeah, Jimmy, <laughs> man, anything can happen. Jimmy Graham, yeah. I could get two points from him. I could get 14. I wanted to ask you, though, about Marquise Brown. Man, yes. like, why, how, and what's happening? Because he's supposed to be – he was supposed to have the sophomore season. Oh, yeah. People thought him and Lamar were going right? to go off. But, I mean, yeah. But uh, Hollywood, air yards, like, he gets a lot of air, like, targets. He's fine on targets. But, yeah, just Lamar – if Lamar has troubles, he's going to have troubles. Like, Lamar, he's – there's something going on with him. I think maybe people are starting to figure him out. I don't know. I don't know if he's that great of a quarterback. Is he injured? You think he's injured? Week. Yeah. Lamar? No. I don't okay. Think he's injured. I just think – yeah, I think – I don't know. He's just uh, – just – Something's something's not right there. Last year, he had the greatest fantasy season of all time. This year, it's I mean, I don't know if we expected the same season, but but this is pretty pretty no great from Lamar. Then obviously, it's just trickling down to to Marquise Brown, trickling down to their running backs. You can't trust any of their running backs, and that's why I don't think James has uh, Dobbins on. Yeah, he put Dobbins on the bench. Like, just you can't trust him. Mark Ingram's back this week as well, so that just causes even bigger there. <laughs> yeah, so, you're totally right. Yeah, it's kind of scattered. It's tough. Yeah, Marquise. Uh, I just, I'm just gonna keep playing him for now, just because he could pop off at any time. Like, he went off on Twitter and then he. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I saw that. I mean, they're not gonna. He knows. He yeah, they weren't going to trade him. I mean, that's stupid. Harbaugh's not going to trade a guy just because he popped out a tweet. I mean, no. everyone's frustrated, right? When you don't have balls, I mean, it is what it is. But um, um, besides that, I think uh, let's see your um, your your uh, your star running back there from New England. He, is he banged up? Yeah, he uh, he got. I didn't see the game on. Monday, but I know he took a huge hit to the chest, so he was knocked out of that game. But he did practice okay, today, okay. so yeah. But um, I can I can safely say if he doesn't go, I'm plugging in Latavius Murray. I'm just gonna go all out on New Orleans rushing attack because Latavius Murray, he's he's like an RB four or maybe even a three at best, but he's getting like forty percent of the carries, and then and he gets a lot of red zone carries. So if if he gets a touchdown or two, then totally. Great. So I might just even do that. I might just even do that even if Damian Harris plays because he's going against Baltimore. So that that substitute could easily happen. But, um, yeah, I mean, for me, like, like it's going to be easier for me to win if Allen doesn't have a good game, if A.J. Brown doesn't have a good game, Metcalf doesn't have a good game. Like, this is – yeah, this, is, this might be my, my toughest match to win this year just because I don't have my whole strength line. Like, this, is, this was my bye week hell. Like, no C.D. Lamb, no Mahomes, no Kelsey, no Ridley. And then Mostert's hurt, so it's just like, yeah, all, all these stud guys. Yeah, I mean, on on the positive end, on your on, on the positive side for you, um, DK's going to go against Mr. Jalen Ramsey, so that's going to be one hell of a matchup. Right. And then AJ Brown's going against Xavier yeah. Rhodes, so that's going to be a good matchup as well. Um, and then Chase Edmonds, I mean, I thought Kenyon's back, so I'm not sure how many totes he's going to get, but you never know. He might still mm-hmm. get his totes. And um, yep. let's see, what else does he got on the other side? The rat. I'm but, surprised he started the Moss yeah, boss instead of. Yeah, I, I, I'm looking at that too. I'm like, I would start the Moss boss over Henderson Jr. But hey, I mean, the grinders obviously know something about Henderson Jr. that we don't know. So. 
He might be he might be doing this he might be doing the thing where for the pod he puts stuff on the match. I don't know why guys do this <laughs> where they, they want to make with projections. He's, he, I don't know if they think it's he's, a uh, for us. He's to channeling his you know, Bill Belichick to have Tom Brady questionable every fucking week, even though he's in a play, right? Yeah. So <laughs> I don't I I mean yeah, between you and I, he's not starting Devontae Freeman. I can tell you that right. I can tell no, you that right not. now. He ain't starting. He's either gonna start Boss Moss or J.K. Dobbins, because Devontae Freeman, do the NFL a favor, man. Just retire. <laughs> I, yeah, no, Devontae, like, I, I in my uh, my Dynasty League, I bid a bunch of money on him. Like, I, I don't regret it, but just... It's dumb. Like, Atlanta, they fucking had Coleman and Freeman, and they were good. And if they just kept yep. those two guys, which is the nucleus, they would have been fine. But, I mean... That, uh, no, they so Coleman. Coleman, I'm pretty sure they want to keep, but for ah, the money, a good chunk of money, yeah. didn't have the cap. Freeman, Freeman got washed he did. pretty quick. So yeah, he you, you yeah. can realize he was not an every down back. I mean, he's a he's a first down, second down, but that was it. I mean, that was it. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll see how it goes. I wonder if uh, James will make any trades by the end of the deadline because he has a bunch of backs that are like okay. But, like, I know he probably wants a stud to mix in with, with Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. I think Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is the better running back of the two guys still. But I was listening to a podcast. They had a really good anecdote for Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Edwards-Hilaire this year, he's like a cheese pizza. He's not great, but you'll eat him. He's yummy, but he's not great. <laughs> you might go back for another That's bite, but, yeah, exactly. He's not great. Yeah, you'll eat You'll eat the cheese pizza. You'll be totally fine. You'll be, you'll be <laughs> You'll be content, but it's not. It's not right. Right. Um, also, on your side, are you um, also hoping that Big Ben plays for the sake of Deontay Johnson, or do you not care? Because oh, yeah. I think is Mason yeah. Rudolph's going to play. Yeah. If he plays, then uh, <laughs> uh, it's not good. Mason Rudolph. Is I'm surprised the dude yeah. is allowed to play after fucking last year. Dude, remember that face? Oh, I know. He's uh, maybe a closet racist. Oh, I don't shit. Know. Or he's a never know. racist. I don't yeah, know. that's crazy. I don't know. But that is nuts. Yeah, but uh, well, there we, there we go, Kev. That wraps up our week. So, pleasure to speak with you. Thank you so much for coming on today. And, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see how next week goes. It's a giant week like where people are – this league is so close right now, which is great. Parody is great. But uh, I know there's going to be some, some distance. Yeah, it's, it's insane. Again, I appreciate uh, for having me on and obviously speaking to Trev as well earlier in the pod. But – it's always yep. amazing talking to you guys, sharing your insights. And, yeah, I mean, I just took a look, actually, at the standings, and shit, that's insane. Like, five and five or six and four is pretty much what people are going to kind of aim for next for this week. So, um, good luck, and um, yep. I think we're going to have uh, some sweats. What I was going to say is I'm not sure what the boys' plans are. I think is next week Thanksgiving? Uh, no, the Thanksgiving is going to be November. The okay, 20th. so if they, I'm, I'm, um, I took the day off. So if you guys want to, you know, anyone wants to hop onto a Zoom and watch any of the the daytime games, I'm totally open for that as well. Sounds like a good uh, idea there. So thank you for the invite. So everyone, keep that in mind, please, for two. Alrighty, weeks. boys. So, all right, thank you guys. Thank you, Trev. Thank you, Kev. You guys take care. Good luck to all, and hope everyone. Uh, Hope everyone's rosters stay healthy. No big injuries sure. this week.